awesome people and welcome to episode 12 of Moment of Sanity. My name is Jessica Layado and I am super excited to be back at this today. On the last episode of the podcast, we talked about the Christian being validated by God um, by virtue of relationship with him. Now, I really have enjoyed the kind of feedback that y'all are sending about that episode. It is so amazing how much we don't understand, how much we don't realize that we have all matters, all things pertaining to life and godliness, like the word of God has already said to us. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your feedback. Thank you for the encouragement. Thank you for reaching out. You guys are dope. I've even dubbed on that. Yes. So just in case you can't visualize it, just do that dub to represent. Um, so I was thinking about that today, um, while thinking of the next episode of the podcast. And it just hit me that how amazing is it? that we do not need to search for validation because we already are validated. And today, while we were celebrating a friend's birthday, it's the one thing that just kept resonating with me of don't look for validation elsewhere because God has given it to you. He has validated you. The maker of the universe, the creator of all things, you guys, I don't know if you can hear the excitement in my voice, but God has validated you and you do not need to search anywhere else for validation because you are validated. Dub. Anyway, so <laughs> over the span of um, my not very long lifetime, uh, the other week I celebrated my birthday, I realized that um, I have been defined by so many things. In so many different seasons of my life, I have allowed a lot of things to define me. And in these things defining me, a lot of times I have looked for validation in them. For example, in a certain season of my life, there are things that were important to me by virtue of the fact that they addressed certain needs that I had in those particular seasons. So when you found that I was passionate about a particular thing, they were addressing a need for validation in that sphere for me. And therefore I run with it as defined by it, as consumed by it, as passionate about it. Why? Validation. So these things that most times are in the moment, a lot of times present the allure or the appearance of having the ability to define us, but they do not. When push comes to shove, my guy, my babe, as in like when push comes to shove, you realize that that thing does not have the potential to define you because even it in itself needs to be defined by someone else. So it cannot validate you. So it really could be anything, anything. But what are these things you might ask? And my answer would be that these are everyday things. Anything which, when stripped away, leaves you feeling lost, that sort of thing had become your source of definition. So if it was a job, 
when it was stripped away, it left you feeling lost. That job had become your validation in that season of your life. If it was your car or your phone or a relationship you're in or whatever kind of achievement, when that thing is taken away from you and it leaves you feeling lost, then you know that your validation had shifted. Your identity had shifted from he who has given it to you, he who has made you to being defined by that thing that you had, the gifts of God. So there are so many things that constantly are itching, you guys, itching to define us. And, you know, we are drawn to them in the search for definition and identity. Kind of like you've heard that phrase about how a drowning man will clutch at a straw. Not because he thinks the straw will save him, but because it is in sight. It's the one thing that he sees. So if he's drowning and there actually is a straw that can be clutched on, then he will clutch on it. And it's not that I am saying that these things are evil, guys. No. The gifts of God are not evil. Your spouse, your marriage, your relationship, your job, your car, it's not evil. But they do not and should not be your source of definition. When we become Christians, there is a receiving of a new identity. What do I mean? <laughs> God awakens us who are dead in sin to the longing for him. So unless God awakens us, we do not have the ability to long for God. So in this becoming of a Christian, God awakens our hearts, um, us who are dead, yeah? To the longing for him and then he draws us to himself justifying us through the work of jesus and changing our identity we no longer are slaves to sin but now slaves to righteousness like paul says so we know that we have the desire to do that thing that is evil but we are more inclined and you know, the more that we are changed to the likeness of Christ, our inclination now becomes righteousness and obedience to God more than it is disobedience to God and the love of sin. So every continuous conformation into the likeness of Christ, you know, every time that we are being changed into the likeness of Christ is now by virtue of our new identity as a child of God. Because we no longer stand as just dead to righteousness, dead in sin. I now stand as just justified by Christ, being awakened, being changed into the likeness of Christ. Every time that I am being changed, the continuous sanctification is by virtue of my changed identity as no longer a slave to sin, but now a slave to righteousness. But you guys, we cannot even talk about Christian identity without reading Ephesians chapter 1. And I really need you guys to turn there with me. Ephesians chapter chapter 1 verse 3 to 14 talks about, it captures a lot of what I think I want to say about Christian identity. So I'll turn there real fast, even as you turn there. Okay, so I'm there now. I hope you are too. Uh, in case you're not just and find it and then we can go through it together. So Ephesians chapter 1, I'm starting from verse 3 to verse 14, says, um, I'm reading from the NIV, praise for every spiritual blessing in Christ. So it says, praise be to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one that he loves. Guys, 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 let's just do that again, yeah? Verse 4. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and his will to the praise of his glory. Verse 7, in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us. With all wisdom and understanding, he made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ, to be put in effect when the times reach their fulfillment, to bring unity to all things in heaven and on earth under Christ. Now, verse 11, my people, in him we are also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will, in order that we, who were the first to put our hope in Christ, might be for the praise of his glory. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, when you believed you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. In Christ, the Christian Okay, now like that's verse 14 wrapped up. Now this is me continuing like my commentary after it, yeah? <laughs> so in Christ, the Christian does not lose their identity. Scratch that. What I am saying is in Christ, we do not lose our true selves, but by the working of his grace, we in fact become our true selves because he predestined before time that just will be this way. You dig? Jess will find her identity in God. Jess has been made for his pleasure. Jess has been made for his glory. And therefore, when we come to Christ and start to walk with him, it's not that, you know, we are losing our identity, but rather that we are finding our true identity, that which he has created us to be. The redemptive work of Christ on the cross now pulls us out of that pit of separation from God and puts us on the pedestal of reconciliation with God. No longer are we separated. We are now reconciled that we might walk in the will of God, that we might walk in the purposes of God, that we might walk in the inheritance that he has predestined for us as his children for his glory. We are no longer separated, you guys. We are no longer separated. We are no longer children of the dark, but have become reconciled, accepted, validated even children of God and we are constantly brought through the word of God through the word of God you guys through the word of God for me I find that I am constantly brought to the realization that apart from him I can do nothing apart from him I can do nothing because even the word of God has said that apart from him I can do nothing 
as in in him i live and move and have my being that's what the word of god says so god has in fact made us for his pleasure and for his glory so in knowing ourselves or discovering who we are in god what we essentially are doing is discovering who god is the identity of the christian is hidden in god scratch that the identity of all of us creatures created by god is hidden in god so that the more that we walk in relationship with god the more we discover who we are because with unveiled face we begin to behold him we begin to see that that he is so to speak we begin to see him as he is of course he reveals himself to us um in accordance to his word so if we are if i say jessica i am looking searching for my identity for who i am i cannot do that outside of the word of god because he has made me and he has detailed in writing who he is through the years through the ages how he works how he speaks how he moves the more that i search his word the more i get to know him the more i get to know him the more i get to know myself you dig yeah so like i said earlier on what we are doing when we are discovering who we are in god is we are getting to know who god is sela our identity is not and should not be an end in itself i want to find myself that cannot be an end in itself god has made us so that we may make known who he is so when i go and search the scriptures trying to find who i am i keep finding who god is and in finding who god is finding in finding who god is i then can make god known i can make him known for who he is the discovering of myself the searching for myself points me back to god it must point me back to god it has to point me back to god when we go and try and find out our roots our heritage our ancestors our parents their parents before them when we are looking for who we are what we discover is who they were who well i can't say who they are because they are dead but god is alive yesterday today and forever jesus is the same so we find out who they were and in finding out who they were we find out who we are yeah our heritage our culture our beliefs our traditions we find that out by finding out who those people were that's how it is to discover ourselves when we discover ourselves in the confines of the word of god we discover who god is and therefore we are pointed back to he who created the universe for his pleasure and for the sake of his name that we may proclaim the wonders of he who has called us out of the dark into his marvelous light 
That's a hallelujah moment right there. That's a hallelujah moment right there. And for me, that makes all the difference. That makes all the difference. Because before I know whose I am, I cannot know who I am. Before we know whose we are, before we know that we belong to God and he has made us for himself and for his pleasure and for his glory, then we cannot. It's impossible for us to know who we are. It's just too much work trying to find ourselves outside of relationship with God. And I say this because I've done the work. I have tried to find myself in other relationships. I've tried to find myself in jobs. I've tried to find myself in gadgets. I've tried to find myself in, you can mention it. It's just too much work because every time I reach the end of that thing, I realize that it does not have the potential to sustain me. It does not have the potential to keep filling me up as a source of my identity. Only God can do that. Only God can do that. It's only him who can continuously validate me through his word. It's only him who can continuously fill me up with his word. You get only God can do that. Nothing else. Because those other things run dry. They run dry. As a matter of fact, those other things take from you. Because they also start to be defined by you. When you go and work a particular job and you do the job a certain way, you realize that you leave your mark as a certain person. And they'll say things like, when Jess was here, this is how she did things. When Jess was here, this is how, you know, this worked and things like that. Because even then, that office that you sit in started to be defined by your presence there. And if is defined by me being there, then how can it define me? You dig? <laughs> how can it define me? It does not have the ability to define me because it keeps changing. The only thing that can define me as a person, as a child of God, is relationship with God, is the word of God. And my prayer for you Go back, you know, and read Ephesians chapter 1 and just read it and take time and study it. I know that reading it uh, in the format that we did does not, it will not do justice to that portion of scripture. You just need to go and search it and read it and meditate upon it and see the truth that it reveals that we have in fact been predestined into sonship because of the love of God. Y'all, is there anything left to say? It's just like, y'all, is there anything left to say? Your identity is hidden in your father. Do not forget that. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray that you will teach us that our identity is hidden in you and cannot be found in anything other than you. Draw us to yourself. Teach us your ways. And let us continuously find ourselves in you to the glory of your name and for our good. In Jesus' mighty name we've prayed. Amen. Thank you for listening to Moment of Sanity. See you on the next episode where we definitely shall be asking the question, if I am in fact defined by God, then who is God? Peace out. <laughs>